Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Tail, and I'm your host, Joser Jr., and joining me from Idaho is my co-host, Ryan Greeny. How's it going, Ryan? Coming at you from the Ponds Lodge in Island Park, Idaho. The Doing pa- awesome, man. The Ponds you? Lodge. Now, that sounds either really awesome or just the worst motel ever. They are... Um... The Ponds, it's many things. It's a convenience store, it's a bar and restaurant, and then the owner uh, has several very, very, very nice cabins yep. that they rent out. And uh, uh, Fox does not cheap out when uh, they go west. So I'm in a you know, gorgeous place that I could never afford to rent That's you know, awesome. in my own circumstances. Yeah. That, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I did some uh, racing past few weeks, all that stuff, and, you know, just same old, Yeah, same you old. did. We, yeah. Sh- we should go right into that. We should uh, we should do the Moto Sheets first, segment. Yeah, first. And, uh, sorry, yeah, we'll do the Moto Sheets segment in a hurry, but first we're brought to you by Blooming Prairie RC Park in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. They have a covered driver's stand. They have car rentals if you don't have one and you want to try it out. Um, they have a cancer, big cancer benefit race coming up on September 11th. They're actually looking to start racing next week, but they're not sure yet. Check them out on Facebook at Blooming RC Park Square. Get all your info and updates about when they start racing there. All right, go for it. That would be so cool if they got a race in next week. How awesome would that be? Uh, I, I've been talking to Nate, the owner, and he's. I go, are you going to the Toy Box Trophy race next week? He goes, yeah, it depends. He goes, if we can have a race out here, we're going to race out here. It's like, dang. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Rick's Hobby Farm has, you know, the track is closed because it's still really soft, but there's no snow left on that track. Sure. What's it been like in Minnesota the last few days? Warm, warm, and then it's getting shitty today, and then it's going to snow a little bit tomorrow, and then it'll go back up to, you know, start at the 40 and then go back up to 60 and then back down. It's doing that up and down thing. Right on. So how's it been in so, Idaho? Yeah, testing for Oh, sh- God. Yeah, it's it's been great. We, um, we've done very little testing so far. I've been doing a lot of uh, team building for the Fox guys. So there's been uh, several different employees that have been coming in and out and uh, just showing everybody a good time, getting them on snowmobiles. And then uh, dude did a little bit of work today. I actually had to bail. Uh, I was tearing into a, a skidoo, putting a narrower front end on it to test some new stuff uh, for the 2022 2022 collection and i had to kind of walk away from that so i could so i could do the show sorry so i left it in the hands of more capable people sorry uh, i apologize uh, i saying i apologize i took you away from that oh right yeah no big deal i you know i i love doing this show so it's a nice nice little break from that i actually um I 100% despise working on snowmobiles. I always did. Uh, I like working on shocks. Okay. Well, <laughs> Fox so it's is really the good. proper uh, place to do that then, huh? What now? Fox is the proper place to do that. Now, did you ever have the Fox BMX shock? Or was it, No, that was Answer. I thought that was Fox. That was Answer. 
No, I don't remember that being a thing. What did they? What are you talking about? It was a gimmick. Oh, you mean the, the front fork? Yeah. No, they had a shock. Uh, really? I believe it was the answer though, and it was a gimmick. It yeah. never worked well. Huh. Well, yeah. Why would it? It's it's you're trying to go fast, not slow. I know. It was just a gimmick. Sure, just like the front fork. Like a bunch of people had that answer front fork too. Yep, they the did. Suspension fork. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know. Like BMX tracks were super freaking rough back then. I don't think it was nearly as horrible as it would be today. Okay. But I don't know. Whatever. You remember that, don't you? Oh yeah. Do you well, remember that? I remember that, tracks getting stuff. Yeah, I remember tracks getting rougher throughout the day, but they started out smooth. <laughs> People would work on them like on a Friday night. They'd start out smooth and they'd just be rutted to hell at the end of the day. <laughs> well, that's uh, all right. Though. Yeah, they've, BMX is, uh, I don't know if you want to call it come a long way, but they have definitely uh, changed well, in the last 30 years, like big time. We learn how to work with dirt just like RC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For for better or for worse, honestly, because sometimes I like the the looser, rougher RC tracks. I don't know about you. I I know you're sure. you're kind of a grip whore. Well, no, it depends. I don't like. Hmm. I if it's gonna be loose, I like there to be. I can find grip and loam. I hate hard packed and loose. I either want yeah. super amount of grip or it's got to be loamy because I can find grip and loam always. Sure. Yep. So, anyway, yeah, Moto Sheets brought to you by yeah, tell us about the... Boom Graphics. <laughs> Sorry. Go to boomrc.net, get your uh, Moto Skins done, get your custom name sheets done, get your custom sponsor decals, hoodies, what not. I love being sponsored by those guys. They make excellent products. For, yeah, all your custom decal and hoodie and T-shirt needs, go to boomrc.net. Yeah, okay. and also to mention, you got motocross graphics. Um, you know, it's an ever-expanding brand that Mike has going on. And, yep, and he's, yeah, he's killing it. He's got a business partner now, and they're just crushing right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so Moto Sheets, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, tell us all about uh, you racing at the, you did a trophy race at the 510, Yeah, correct? Correct. Um, somebody asked this question, uh, so I'm only going to partially answer it. I put a new ESC in my mini Truggy. And Ryan, I've been struggling, I did not realize I've been struggling for two and a half years with my mini Truggy, and the biggest reason was my ESC. Really? Why do you think that? Do you remember how many wheelies I used to pull with my truck and it's like didn't seem like I could control it? Sure. I put in a Reedy 510R. I put in, you know, your basic settings, what you'd think to start a mod at. And the thing became so freaking easy to drive. Cool. No wheelies. Well, you know, when they were wet, when the tires were freshly sauced, like the warm-up lap, I could get a little wheelie. Mm-hmm. But everything runs way cooler. Everything, it's so much easier. It's so much easier. Right on. So, yeah, uh, me, Stu, and Ross Judnick battled it out for the top three. My nerves got to me. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I literally, yeah, it's, 
I literally had the fastest truck on the track. I mean, fast lap. We've talked about a million times. It doesn't count for anything. (laughs) But I had the fastest truck on the track. I just didn't break. I started tapping tubes, and then I stopped trying to drive fast and just survive. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a fun one. So Stu won that one with Zach Van Dalen's mini truggy. He's got one of his own he's going to build. He had a blast. Cool. And Glad then, to hear it. Yeah. Then uh, Ross Judnick took second, and I took third. We basically had a three-way battle up until the five-minute mark, and I started to fall back a little bit. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Ross has been putting in some work lately. Yeah, he has. I mean, when he puts his mind to something, I've seen him do it with things. He he does very well. That is correct. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but... What so, else? Yeah, so you did that in Mini Truggy. How did your other classes go? Stock buggy is big thumbs down. Yeah, what happened? First run was terrible. Grip was still coming up. I was in heat number one of round one. It was a fresh layout. By the way, so this new layout, I have to say, is the raciest layout that Chris Martin has ever put in. Cool. Ever. Dude, I love it. It's simple, but not stupid simple. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, you can still catch yourself screwing up if you get overconfident or undershoot things or whatever. But there's not, like, a monster triple that you have to make. Okay. Everything can be made by a spec buggy, no problem. So <sighs> that kind of makes me want to throw up a little bit, but I know I understand it. But you you gotta come race on it to understand it, really. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah, I, I I full well plan to. Yep. For sure. Um. So stock buggy, first round just death. Second round, I threw some things Tor gave me to do. Um. I changed my hub height and my diff height and the grip was way better but grip was up at that point but my car just pushed and pushed but it's like okay whatever made it into the a i didn't have to bump which is a good thing and then i'm like all right it was pushy so i'm gonna take my front tires down a little bit just a little because my rear tires were like not quite ghosted but pretty close to ghosted and my front tires still look like brand new. I put them on at the same time. Okay. So I put my front tires on the sander a little bit to get me more steering. It was way too much. <laughs> I was just loose. Every time I hit the brake, the rear end snapped on me. It's like, dang it. Okay. So that was my day with stock buggy. Joe 3, I was really impressed with that kid. So... It was his first time, so I was going to have him run both buggies, but I'm like, screw it. I had him run his spec buggy in two classes, sportsman and spec buggy. He was on an A-main run on round two, but his receiver took a crap out and his uh, car hung wide open. Oh, man. Yeah, so we got that fixed. Maluli helped us out with the receiver. Then, coming into the main, somebody parked on the straightaway, and no fault of Joey's, he cracked him. He broke an A-arm. This is for a Sportsman B. or, or Yeah, this is for the Sportsman B. Chris gave me five minutes to fix it. 
with the help of like Chad and everybody running around. Chad Johnson was there. He took the drive. Yeah, down. I Him saw that. Xander. I was happy to see yeah. that. So between them guys, we got his car fixed and back on the track. Joey was almost a lap up on the B main and his motor fried with 45 seconds left to go. Oh, good grief. Went up in smoke, but he was up high enough to where he still made the A in the final bump spot. Awesome. So then final bump spot. So then it, this is still all sportsman. Takes fifth in sportsman overall. Goes from eighth to fifth. So really proud of the kid. And then spec buggy, he almost bumped from the B to the A. He was like a second away from the bump spot. But that's one I'm kind of glad he didn't. I'm kind of glad he didn't make it because he would have just been pulling over for a couple of the fast guys. I'm sure. So, I mean, we've all been there to where it's like, yeah, we're in the A main, but after a minute you're pulling over for everybody. Right. Yeah, I literally walked away from a Nitro A main this summer. I know you did. Among other things, I really didn't feel like pulling over for 30 minutes. Right, right. But, dude, it was a great day at the 510. Great day, great show. It was a good time. Very cool. Uh, let's not forget that you got beat by Senior. Yep, in Stock Buggy. I beat yep. him in Truggy afterwards, though. Shout out to Senior. Yeah, he's doing well. Uh, it's Senior was on point, and I was not. Hey, the, the Savakul family made their uh, return they to did. the 510, did they not? Yep, they did. And uh, Sam did great. I want to say, did he, he took second in mod four? Okay. I want to say, yeah, he took second in mod four, and then he won pro four, obviously, because no one's beaten him in pro four. <laughs> sure. So, and then Ben took second in pro four, and something happened to him in mini Treggy to where he pulled off early. Okay. Did he not run stock buggy? No, he sold that last year. Oh, right on. Yeah, he's just like, I'm just going to run what I want. And I'm like, I don't blame him. Sometimes I want to sell my stock buggy and just run mini truggy and find something else. Right. I was going to say 13.5 Wheeler, but every time I think it, it's like, oh. God, that class is so gay. It is. I mean, they look fun to drive, but the amount of money you have not in, Not in, well, that and then just not in the type of, the type of traffic that they have sure is sure super frustrating what's it you, you, go ahead i don't know they're just they're like you said they're they look they look fun to drive because they're so easy to drive yep they're they're extremely easy to drive and that in and of itself it doesn't allow for as much separation as say you know a hopped up mini truggy or a two-wheel drive mod buggy two-wheel drive stock you, buggy's even been fun yeah, I know it's not the same. It's not the it's same. It's so shallow right now. It is. Like I said, I'm a man on a mission right now. He's a man on a mission, folks. Like before I went to the gym today, I dropped some ceramic bearings in my car. I know, I know. But, man, it feels sweet, and the wheels roll forever. Yeah. Did you get your fast motor yet? Yeah, and it's fast. Nice. I'm just not fast. I got some tires coming. It's. I have one more set of silver ellipses, front and rear. 
I mm-hmm. found one place in the country with silver front dirt webs. Um, right now, nobody has tires. Nobody, and it is so frustrating. I'm sure. worried. I'm worried about um, about um, the spring champs coming up at the end of April. I'm gonna ask Jason. I'm gonna be like, hey, if we can't get your tire, can I run positrons? And at that point, can I get positrons? You know what I mean? Sure. It's worrisome. So should we hit a couple of little things before we um, before we give our guests a call? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we want to hit, bud. First off, I'd like to apologize to Live RC and Brandon Rohde. We've been hard on them, but we were hard on them before they did the awesome job that they did at the DNC. You know what I mean? Yep. He yeah, sat- I agreed. They had a great broadcast. He explored- they had their shit totally yeah. together. He explained the situation. It's like, yeah, you know, we were a little harsh. But, you know, he listened to a prior episode that was we recorded before the DNC. Yep. And, you know, wires got crossed. And, yeah, no, I'd like to apologize. I guess he's going to be back kind of, not full force, but more, way more than what he's been doing. Sure. Um. So. It's good because it's, it's nice to have because – we haven't had great, great broadcasting for a while because, you know, RC Racing TV, they haven't been able to, you know, they didn't, there was no RCGP last year. So there was nothing like that that we could drool on. And yep. we were kind of starved, you know, for good broadcasting. And yeah, they came out at DNC and they crushed it. So props to them. Real quick update. <laughs> Okay, I just got some. Uh, real quick update. Um, Did you just pee? No. Nate, okay. Schu- Nate Schumacher, the owner of Blooming Prairie, just said his first race and trophy race is going to be May 1st. Oh, that's beautiful. So we got a date for like his first, at least first official. That is official. definitely not next week, though. No, he was talking about it. He really was. a long ways from next week, but... but it's still early season. It's very early season. So yep. anyways, yeah. Shout out to Live RC. They did a great job. Um I have two new part numbers. They are ASC nine zero zero two nine and ASC nine zero zero three zero. That is your B six point three and b6.3 d now if you have a b6.2 from what i heard it's no big deal they're gonna be doing a servo mount upgrade and the, you know they might be doing a little bit of a chassis it won't be, it's just like between the point one and point two it's no big deal and you sure. you can upgrade at your leisure um I forget where they were posted. Um, I don't even think they're they because they're not up on the associated site yet. They're being posted on on rcplanet.com. Their price form are going to be three forty nine ninety nine, so it's going to be ten dollars more for a kit. So we'll see what that ten dollars does for you. 
Dude. Oh, right on. Well, it sounds funny. Get yourself. Now's the time to get yourself some good deals on some sliders. Yeah. That are going to be selling cheap. And it's never a bad idea to have a spare parts car. No, or just keep upgrading like I have been. Uh, find a pu- place that um, parts out kits like I have on eBay and get from them. Um, yes, that's just interesting that RC Planet has it before anybody else. Yeah, good for them. They got the scoop. Hey, uh, you're... It was kind of a shout-out to Live RC. It was an apology, but we were giving them a shout-out, too, so we can roll that into the Racers Minute segment. Right on. Where uh, we just give random shout-outs to people in RC. Uh, I can start a random shout-out to Jesse Stewart. Stu, for entering the mini-truggy class. I've been wanting him to do it for a while now. I'm glad he has one, and I can't can't wait to race him. So shout-out to Stu. I've probably done this before, but I want to give a shout out to Brian Post. He's been helping me a ton with on road. Uh, right. I can I can only be helped so much, but he's doing a great job at it. Shout out to Tim Naif or Nafey. Do you know if it's Nafe or Nafey? I don't you know, know Tim I at think all. I don't know him. Tim's I mean, a really nice I guy. I see him on um, Facebook. But I see I don't him know at him. I see him at Dollar Hobbies. I see him at uh, bumped into him at Thunder Road. I left the the manual for my T6.2 truck behind at Thunder Road one day when I spent all day there. And Tim was nice enough to drive it over to Dollar Hobbies uh, just a couple days later. So I was able to get the hard copy of my manual back, thanks to Tim. I want to give a shout-out to Trent Fulmer. We we had a great race uh, the last time I was at the 510. It was a Thursday night. Yep. It was during that week that I was doing Zoom calls. And... Uh, he was faster than me all night. Um, he made a mistake or two in qualifying that allowed me to TQ. Um, and he was just super, we had such a great clean race. Um, none of our lead changes were due to, um, nasty moves or anything like that. It was just, it was good, solid racing where like you have to hold your breath the whole time. Cause we were like nose to tail for two heats in a main event and I, I had a ton of fun. So it was a pleasure. Yeah. It was a pleasure racing you, Trent and shout out to you. And that's my racers minute. Awesome. No, you covered it basically. Um, yeah, it's Brian post. He made me a new set of setup wheels on his 3d printer that I really enjoy. Cool. What are you using those on? Uh, truck. Cool. So, I have a couple more pieces of news because we got about five minutes before we call a guest, if that's cool. Super cool. Uh, Kyle McBride's out at Infinity and in with Techno. Yeah, how about that? I just saw that today. Something's going on at Infinity, I think. Dude, Techno, it, like, they're loaded. Right now, they don't have Ryan Mayfield, but well, now they have that. They're stacked. Now they have an international name. Right, that's what they've been needing. Um, well, what what was that? They had an Italian kid or something like that. That was pretty damn good for a while. I don't know if he still runs Techno or not, but I don't know. Um, can you pull that name out by chance? No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, and that's the point. We know Kyle McBride. 
We don't know that Italian kid that used to run them. <laughs> and that's what they need. Um, yeah, good for Kyle. He um, he he was running eighth scale for Infinity. Yes, last year. Or what? Yes, because they were okay. they, they're prototyping stuff, trying to they're throwing money towards A scale. I don't know if this oh. A scale buggy project's going to keep going forward. But then on Infinity's page, you see them running their A scale Nitro buggy. So who knows what's going on there? Um, sure. the, the MNRC we release a schedule this week. Shout out to Sean Van Dalen for letting us have two races at FTR. Fuck yeah, buddy. So. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Who who doesn't like running at FTR? No, I know for sure. Um, We could do the driver's meeting. Yeah. And, real quick. No, you kind of no, touched sorry, on it Ky- Kyle's texting me with Clayton's info. Um. Yeah, driver's meeting. I have a – there's one thing we're going to answer in the questions. It's, um, one of our good listeners, Doug Reek, wanted us to – but it's like, yeah, we can just answer that in the questions. And I got another one for next episode. But this one hits home because it happened yesterday. Please do not stop in the straightaway until – the race director says straightaway is closed. Because uh, I took it personally. Some guy almost wrecked Joe Three's day. Sure. You know what I mean? And in that same race where he blew up the motor, so he was running 115 degrees all day. I bet that hit knocked something loose. You know what I mean? Sure. That was such a solid hit. Is. <laughs> Um, that's so funny too. Cause like four or five races ago when I was at the five ten, somebody was having issues kind of all day long, needing racers minutes. And I was sitting near Sean in the pits and he's like, he's like, don't freaking wait for people during heats. Don't wait for them because right? nine times out of 10, when you wait for somebody, that person's going to break out of the race anyway. They are. And sure as shit, man, it happens all the time. And it happened in that very race that he predicted it in. Yeah. So I just, it was, it's, it hit my funny bone. You know, if he wouldn't have been up so far, he wouldn't have bumped up to the A, a sportsman. Right. Yeah, he was having a hell of a drive, sounds like. Oh, God. That spec motor is perfect for him. It really is. And not not only should you not stop anywhere in the back straight, you shouldn't stop in any of the, any of the main line areas of the track. If you're going to, pull over and make yeah. a radio change or just simply wait for everybody, you know, let everybody else run their battery down and you're going to save yours for your race or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just pull way off the racing line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just you, so there's you, no chance that somebody can hit you full speed and, you know, like you said, end up ruining their day. That mm-hmm. is, that's something that, um, could be covered in every single driver's meeting. And that's something that I always struggled with when I, when I would race direct is I never came in prepared with a list of items to cover at the driver's meeting. And if, if I ever start uh, directing races again, one day I'm, I'm going to try to be better at that. Chris. It, yeah. Go it's for It's good it. to have, it's great to have driver's meetings. We're, we're very, you know, appreciative when the race directors do that, but you gotta, you gotta make sure you hit all them little things too, because we forget we're so deep into it that we forget that there's people that, 
don't know, quote unquote, everything about the etiquette of racing. Yep, you missed it. So we, gr- we just got to share that knowledge. Before we pause at adding uh, Kyle and Clayton, you missed a great driver's meeting. Uh, Chris Martin did your basic driver's meeting. Oh, and we did IFMAR starts yesterday. That cool. that was great. Um, everybody was way happier. Everybody was driving better. That's good. But, I'm really glad he tried heads up. Yeah, me because, too. Because, yeah, we all wanted to try something. We've all been doing IFMAR since we started racing, so it was cool to try. Yeah, it was. So Ben grabbed the mic and did his driving etiquette. Now we're going to make T-shirts. I can't explain what he said exactly because it is all good stuff. But he's, we're sure. going to have T-shirts made that said, don't drive like a dick. <laughs> that was the main no thing. Doubt. All right, I'm going to pause this. I'm going to add Kyle and Clayton. All right. <laughs> All right, we're back with our guests, Clayton Kartluka and Kyle Holmberg, two team associated drivers. How's it going tonight, guys? Pretty good. Going great. Awesome. So you guys spent this weekend at the final round of the Techno Series where they had over 200 entries on a single-day race. How did that go? Uh, I went pretty good. Uh, It was a fun time making it down there. Uh, Definitely a learning experience, tuning the cars for the different track conditions. Okay. Uh, A little higher grip than we're used to here at home. For sure. So how did the um, layout change from the INS? Because that was only a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I thought it was for the better. I think this would have been even a better INS layout, even for Penske. Okay. Yeah. You're breaking up a little bit, Kyle. Just so you know. (laughs) Just so you know. Not that you can do anything about it. Yeah, there's nothing you can really... I mean, crappy... When internet's crappy, it's hard to deal with. I mean, we deal with it here sometimes. It's like I could be having full bars, but I'm breaking up like crazy... It just happens. Yeah. So, what did you guys run? Uh, Clayton, were you e-buggy and truggy? And Kyle, were you nitro-buggy and e-buggy? Yep. Yep, pretty much what we did last year for the MNRC. We just kind of did that down there as well. Pitted for each other. Cool. Uh, Did you guys... Right on. I saw, Kyle, did you bump to the nitro A-main? Uh, no, I qualified right in. in gotcha. So how did that one go? Because there were a lot of big names there. Uh, really, first round, just get a clean run, and that pretty much put me in the main. Uh, second round, tried a couple things with shocks, and it was just the completely wrong way. Went yeah. to a bigger hole piston and heavier springs, and it just got every single bump and was terrible. So, Gotcha. Then we learned and made changes for the mains, and it was better at the start, but car got light, or diffs heated up, and just made it really hard to drive towards the end. Sure, sure. Um, how did your day Clayton, go? how did Truggy go? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Truggy went well for me. Uh, pretty comfortable with that thing right out the gate. Uh, qualified right into the A with that one. And... Um, 
had a pretty good main going there. A uh, good battle with Jeremy Whiting. And um, some good fuel economy going. A couple of good That's stops good. from Kyle in the pits and ended up finishing second in that one. Nice. Right up. Yeah. Yeah, right he, up. he put it in hybrid mode early on. His clutch was slipping early, so oh. I pitted him early at nine minutes. And then he had plenty of fuel left, so then we stretched him to 10.30 for the next stop. So then he had to finish with 10.30 on his third stint, and he was able to finish. And pretty much made it about 11 minutes, and going down the straightaway, he ran out of gas <laughs> after he was already done. Yeah, well, that's that's the goal. Stretch it out that as far as living can. life on the edge in the nitro class. I do yep. want to mention something that, you know, you guys probably don't care about. There were 36 mini truggies there yesterday. Kyle. That's awesome. Or Ryan. I love it. And two, yeah, it was kind of like here, too. Pretty big skill gap. And oh, even oh. just the A-man. Oh, even for sure. Even if there's 36 of them. For sure. Um, Steve Will made the podium, though. He got in front of Sean. Um I don't I don't recognize the person who won, so sorry to that. He was a younger kid. But Steve Will took second, Sean Van Dalen third there. I just saw the podium. Right I just saw the podium. It's like, dang. That kind of, you know, four weeks ago I was putting him several laps down. I think he got something figured out. Clayton, how'd you do an e buggy? Uh e buggy was pretty good. Qualified, I think, sixth on the B main. Um, had a pretty good run in that. Made it up to second place and got the bump to the A, starting 10th. And made an early mistake, and I was just kind of out there cruising around, turning laps by myself at that point. So, yeah. Sure. How about uh, you, Kyle? I was on the B also. I think I qualified fourth, two positions in front of Clayton. Um, got to lead early, made a small mistake with when I was passing the lead. So then I let him by again, and then Made the pass again, and then just kind of play your stay made the A. Um, in the A, I think I got up to, like, fifth pretty early on, and then car got hard to drive as the diffs warmed up, and I think I fell back to eighth or seventh or eighth again. Um, but Clay and I both made changes before or after qualifying, leading to the A's. We made changes to all three diffs. Definitely made it better, but kind of too little too late. Yeah, it is usually. Um, so you said you were, I don't want to give away too much, but you said you're testing a new battery, and you said you were liking the, is that the new SG4 pack? Yeah, it was like the shorty, I guess you would call it a before cell. So it's pretty much two shorties stacked on top of each other, but with the milliamps of a bigger uh, 4S battery. Yep. You know, that's what I'm doing with Joe 3's e-buggy. Mm-hmm. I, I should send you yeah, this. Yeah, had all the... Go no, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to send you a picture, picture of this really janky battery real quick. But, um, yeah, I, I've been impressed with the 2S versions of the SG4, so I'm guessing the 4S is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much the weight. It's like 140 or 150 grams lighter than a big 4S pack and has plenty of milliamps for it. So that's huge. So don't need to worry about making 10 minutes. And that's huge, that much weight. So. Yeah, nice tuning option for uh, different track conditions. Yep, for sure. Um, so I'm 
probably going to take the um, the stimulus check, and I'm probably going to get an e-buggy before hyperinflation kicks in. I don't know if I can afford two batteries to... I mean, I could, but I kind of want to get an M17 also. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, do I get the shorty? Do I get the regular pack? That's why I'm kind of waiting on what what you guys are thinking. <laughs> I guess if you go the cheap route, like SMC, oh no, better have two. Uh uh-uh. uh But if you get a good one, it'll last you a good year. Yeah, no. I, I like my house, and I don't want it to get burned down, so I'm not buying a cheap lipo. Yeah. Jesus. Ouch. I, uh, Joey, you're going to have to edit the show again. I'm not editing that because I did not mention a name <laughs> on a cheap brand. I just said a cheap uh, brand. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have no idea who you're talking about either. Um, so, Clayton, uh, what are your plans just for RC in general for the next month and then going forward for the summer? He's going to be getting a sprint car here soon. <laughs> it's a little bit late for that. Um. Uh, not really. There's outdoor oval racing this summer. From oh what yeah, it sounds like. Kyle. Yeah, Are you I forgot. Run down to Kellogg and do that, or what? Um, I don't. I'm not familiar with the track in Kellogg, but um, Hoosier Speedway. Is that I down look, in Plainview? Oh, is that um Chris? Um, what's his face? I met the gentleman at the hobby farm last week when I was out there oval racing. Uh, I can't remember his name though. Big bushy red beard. Uh, I no. don't think so, okay. but it's a triangle. Are we yeah. talking down in southeastern Minnesota or southern Minnesota? Okay. Yep. Like kind of by, I think it's kind of by Millville. Yep. Yeah. Right on. I think it's cool right. you guys are getting oval cars. Uh, I mean, Kyle, that's the third. So that was the third time last week that you ever ran oval, and you won pretty, mm-hmm. pretty well. But like. Is there something that captured you that time that you want to run more, or is it just like, yeah, you just kind of want to expand your horizons? Uh, the first couple times I was just using Sean's car, which kind of just driving it the way it was set up. Yep. But then having my own, I was able to adjust ESC settings, which was the biggest difference, was like adjusting drag brake and just a power curve. Sure. That's the biggest thing for the spring car, and really like how the brakes and how it corners was the biggest thing. Um, right. But as soon as I put the car down on Saturday when we showed up two weeks ago, it was just instantly good. Oh. And didn't really need to make much changes all day. That's good. You guys are going to have a busy summer then, because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys are both going to probably do Sean's series. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to race MNRC, right? <clears throat> Likely. And then you're going to do Oval, and what else? Are you going to... Are you going to do some Rick's Rick's Hobby Farm stuff or not? Oh, yeah. For sure, check out Rick's Hobby Farm a few times. Um, also, 10-scale outdoor up in Duluth. Um, throughout the summer, oh, you they lucky do, son of a bitch. Throughout the summer, they do a few 10-scale mm-hmm. races on Saturdays. Um, oh, try- okay. You're going to hit the big races. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we did that twice last year. Yeah. I hit the state champs last year with Joey, and that was such a good time. Up in Duluth. Yeah, the electric boogie in the springtime, just a one-day Saturday race. Yep. Um, usually always a good time, and then I think they do another one midsummer. that's just a one-day race also. Right. Um, 
So just Did doing you go that, to one. that one. Did you go to the midsummer one where they do have nitro racing? That was the, the state champs, I believe. Yeah. Did, show- did the track hold up for a tenth scale? Uh, I just showed up Sunday for that one, so I don't know what it looked like at the beginning of it, but it was in pretty good shape Sunday. Um, for the nice. mini truggy, it was fine. Cool. Um, speaking of, so. I got a rear motor car that I might not give back for a while because um, at the Spring Champs, they're going to have a vintage main. So a buddy of mine lent me a B3. So I'm going to get this thing set up, and that might be a good Duluth car for a couple of times. Cool. Maybe just... I honestly think you'll be in a handicap running that car compared to what a B6.2 could do now. I know. You'd be surprised on what the mid-motors are capable of, even on outdoor loose stuff. Well, you're right. You know, like before, I never experimented with the layback transmission until the truck, and that made such a big difference in the truck. I think it'd make a really good difference in the buggy. Do you run that on clay, too, or do you run laydown in clay for your truck? Uh, I run layback on the clay. Huh. Is that stock? I, think clay and I don't even know what's in Uh well, I remember you guys were messing with the Kyle, but I stayed laid back. I stayed. Sure the truck comes with both. Oh, it comes with both, but I stayed laid. Right, but what is what's kit set up? Because that's what I would have built it as. Oh, lay down. Okay. Yeah, it's lay down with the point two, and it was laid back with the one. Yep. <laughs> so I always ran my point one with the layback setup. Um, and then I got the point two arms and towers and converted it over and then changed it to a lay down. Um, definitely has more corner speed going that route, but running mod stadium truck with the layback transmission is a lot of fun being able to do some wheelies and, uh, just have the extra traction. Sure. So Clayton, I mean, Kyle, you had a point two right away basically, but Clayton, what did you feel when you went from a point one to a point two? Cause I'm about to do the same thing. Uh, just the corner speed, the better rotation throughout the whole corner. Okay. A little more, a little more flowing to it versus point and shoot feel. Right on. So yeah, Cause Kyle, you brought you bought yours after you guys basically set up Clayton's, didn't you? Yeah, we last year, uh, last winter we drove his a little bit, and then this winter we drove it also at the toy box, and the point one was always really twitchy and. Always wanted to kind of do 180s. Yeah. The point two definitely smoothed out the corners quite a bit. Sure. I'm guessing with those gullwing arms and the towers, it helps. Um, what else do we got here? I don't know. Ryan, do you? Oh, Clayton. Yeah, absolutely. Clayton. Uh, yeah, Ryan, you, you got a couple things. Crawl in the oh. next month. Absolutely. It's getting nice outside. I've been starting to venture out and look for some spots uh, around home. So we need to we need to put something together with Connor then. Oh yeah. Sometime when he's home, so we can all get out and play. Maybe Chris and Cam also. Absolutely. Get a crawler crew going. For I think just sure. A week ago, I think just a week ago, Clayton went to like a homeless uh, shelter underneath a bridge to go crawling. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of reminds me of shelter, but I did go check out this bridge down in Egan that I heard a lot about. Uh, I see a lot about on the crawler page. Yeah. And uh, 
definitely worth the spot checking out if you're in that area. Um, good rock selection underneath a couple bridges um, that stays dry in the wintertime. So. Yeah. I was going to say, it kind of reminds me of uh, Eric Cartman with the skateboard jumping homeless people. Clayton's there with an RC truck instead. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking running them over. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Clayton wouldn't do that, I don't don't think. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'd end up crawling over them. I don't think I could run them over with mine. They go about three miles an hour, so. Sure. (laughs) You know, it seems to be... Like, the older I get, the more on the recreational side I want to get. But I'm looking at monster trucks. I want to build a Claude Buster with that uh, conversion kit and get a USA 1 body. A lot of people don't know USA 1's from Minnesota, and that was one of my favorite monster trucks growing up as a kid. So I want to build the old C-body USA 1. Not have it as a shelf queen either, because I think that sucks to do. I want to go out and run it, bash it, all that stuff. They look cool. I don't know how often I would play with it, but they definitely look fun for 10 minutes or so. I bet it I bet it would be fun to get to do with Joey, you know, like each run half of a pack. Yeah. Cuz kids are way more impressed with monster trucks, I mean. Um senior gave Joe Kids and Jason Rona yeah. So, senior, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but back at, I don't know, a few years, five, six years back, senior was running the MNRC with a super old truggy, a old Hot Bodies Lightning. The thing was huge and it was way slow. Anyway, he gave that massive truck to Joe 3. And every time we talk about RC, he's like, when are you going to get that going? I'm like, buddy, I don't think I'm going to. He goes, but I want to run it. It's a big truck. I want to run it. It's like, but it requires a nitro motor. and sur- It requires a lot of crap I don't have extra of. He's like, I don't care. I want to run it. So he likes big trucks. get a freaking job, you little freeloader. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, him and I have had a discussion about that a few times recently about him being a little ungrateful. But, yeah, I think he's starting to get it. Um, you had a section here for Kyle, didn't you, Ryan? I've got it for both of them. Uh, we've got the on the tone segment. It's our rapid fire word association. I got stuff for both you guys. Looks like, uh, I'm going to do five and five. So I'll start with Clayton. I am going to shoot some rap. No, sorry. I'm starting with Kyle. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting with Kyle. Starting yeah. You can with start Kyle. I'm going to throw some rapid-fire stuff at you. Like I said, it's word association. So the first thing that comes to your mind when I give you my terms, I want to hear what's on your mind. So here we go. First one, uh, I would like to know your favorite track. Probably Duluth when it's prepped properly. Lake Superior RC Club. Good choice. Uh, TQ. Uh, I... Scott Schultz calls me that all the time. <laughs> Fastest lap. Probably Seth. <laughs> Mustaches. The sheriff. <laughs> the you know sheriff. what? I gotta add something. Eh. My my hey, mustache is so filthy right now. I'm gonna shave it off. Oh, I'm gonna yes, shave off my do. whole beard Dump. except for the mustache for my fight. It's just gonna be. 
It's going to be something that Clayton would be proud of. I want to see like an 80s porn stuff. It's worse than that. It's yeah. it's gross. <laughs> Filthy fucking animals. All right, last one for Kyle. Rock crawling. I'm getting one. All right, I guess I already have one. Just need to build it. What are you building? I got a, a enduro kit from uh, Connor. Yeah, what kind of uh, body are you going to put on it? Not sure yet. Still need to order one. Cool. Think of um, maybe like a truck bed like Clayton has right now. Awesome. I have no idea what Clayton's running, so I'm looking forward to getting together with everybody and seeing what other people are doing in crawlers these days because clearly I was way out of touch with some of the decisions that I made. <laughs> but All right, Clayton, it's the On the Tone segment. Rapid fire word association. These are very random for you coming at you. And it's funny that we talked about one of these. HB Racing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about them. I don't see them much around. <laughs> well, if that's your gut reaction, that counts. Uh, Traxxas. Fastest name in RC. <laughs> Crane Operators. I was one. Yeah. Touring car. Kind of fun. <laughs> Loose dirt sprint car. Looks like a blast. That has been the On the Tone segment. We are we are available for sponsorship. We, uh, we're money hungry. Yeah. We, we do like dollars and cents. So if you want to sponsor one of our segments, it's 50 bucks per episode, and you can do the negotiating with joe joe i gotta see you i got i got sticker requests all over the map yeah i've given uh, away not quite i've given away about a third of them so far awesome i'm gonna have to order another few hundred yeah whatever dude right on yeah so um ryan and i are gonna wrap up the show but before we let you guys go um do you have any sponsors you guys would like to thank we'll start with uh kyle I guess everyone knows, just Team Associated, Reedy, J-Concepts, uh, 1UP Racing, Team Scream for my stock motors, uh, and Woods Racing products for uh, strength, barriers, and 10 scale. Oh, yes. I yeah. just put some Overall of those. RC Raceway, too. Yep. I just put some of those wits in my two-wheel buggy, and oh, my. I, I just put them in this afternoon, but I can't wait to see. So... You know, I did the front wheel test with the old bearings and all that stuff. And then it's like the one side stopped and the other side kept going. And it's like, all right, well, I'm going to take the front wheels off. And while I'm taking the front wheel off, that one wheel with the wits bearing is still going and going and going and going. Mm -hmm. It They are awesome. Yeah, the durability for me has been amazing. I have going on two years on one side of my two-wheel drive. Wow. That's impressive, especially running mod. Yep, and even random outdoors in Duluth and pretty much club racing or every other weekend club racing with the car during the fall, winter, and spring. Sure, sure. All right, Clayton, do you have any sponsors that you'd like to thank? Yeah, Team Associate, Reedy, Full Throttle, RC Raceway, Empire Insurance Group, Duluth Crane. Awesome, awesome. All right, we're going to do probably 
uh, we're going to wrap up this episode, but I'd like to thank you both for joining us in. Hey, we we got listener questions to get oh, to. Oh, we Joe. do. Oh, crap. Hey, guys, do you do you want to stay on the line and help us answer listener questions? Sure. Guys, I forgot right. about that. Dang. All Tech right. inspection. Tech inspection. All right, I got a few. Do you got a few, Ryan? No, I don't have any of them. It's all on you, bro. All right. This is one... Douglas Reek wanted this to be in the beginner's section, but it's like, yeah, we can do it now. Um, how do you guys calm your nerves before a race? And you know what? I'm going to sit back and listen because I would goddamn like to know. Clayton? Um, I don't know. Uh, lately for me, I guess I've been listening to headphones in the pits prior to racing. Uh, and then actually during racing, sometimes now, um, just kind of trying to drain out the noise, thinking about the run or race beforehand. And yeah, do you got anything, Ryan yeah, or I Kyle? Guess... Yeah, I pretend uh, that I I'm allowed to go outside and smoke a huge bowl <laughs> of uh, yeah, just rip off a big old fucking one hitter. Um, I can't I can't do that, <laughs> but if I could, I would. Well, you never joined the snake charmer <laughs> for a safety meeting. Nope, I can't can't be involved in any safety meetings. Nope. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kyle? What do you like to do before uh, the race? Really, just race as much as you can, and kind of when the announcer says lesson five, take a deep breath and just try to relax. Then and just put in some clean laps early on and get the field spread out and start putting in your laps. Okay. Something that I've been doing lately that's been helping me a lot with the beginning of the race is I I let the person in front of me get away just a little bit on that first lap and create a gap there. And mm-hmm. I've I've been lucky so far. I haven't been ass packed by the person behind me and it just it really just helps to get through that first lap, doesn't it? Get get the tires rolling and just get in the groove. Yeah. All right, and then we got one from Jason Chenard. Uh, Kyle could go more in depth on this, but I got a really quick answer for it. After how many gallons does your nitro motor need a pinch? I say, depending on the motor, between 2 and 10. What about you, Kyle? I agree. It's all really what you demand of your motor and how you're running it. Um, sometimes it could be, I know... A lot of the motors from OS right now, they're pre, pre-pinching them before people start running them just because they're coming so loose right now. Yeah, I've um, noticed that. But, yeah, probably anywhere from one to two for your first pinch, and then usually after the first pinch, you could get a good three to five out of it if you're good on your maintenance, taking your engine apart, looping it, checking the bearings, and replacing what's needed when it's needed. And just... Biggest thing is probably keeping a clean air filter. Yeah. People just running air filter all weekend long, and it's like you can just hear the engine not running right. Right. I I buy just the, the big pack. Things. I buy the big big pack of ProTech pre oil. I put a new one on for practice, and then in, in the beginning qualifying, a new one for qualifying, and then a new one for a main. Yeah, I think yeah. Clayton and I do the same thing, and then just throw them away. They're they're so cheap. Yeah. Just like your clutch yeah, bearings. I do, I do it for every run. 
Really? It's just like why? Yeah, because I'm I'm not fucking around. Sure. No, you're right. You're right. Well, he runs nitro a lot less than most people, though. That is true. That's true. I don't know shit about nitro, but I do know <laughs> that if I always run a clean filter, I'm I'm starting consistently. Yeah. Another run. So. Yeah, especially at a dusty track or a dusty day, like at FTR or Rex, you could get an air filter dirty in five minutes, pretty sure. easy. Yep. yep. All right. Um, right RC is wondering if you could race one class and travel to any track in the world. What will would it be? Um, let's start with Clayton on this one. Ooh, I don't know. Um, I'm giving you the hard question, so I have time to think about my answer. I don't know. I guess. Um, Kyle, you got. Oh, go ahead. I haven't had the thought, or I haven't had to think about that one, or where I would. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts, Kyle? Yeah, I'd probably say maybe the Amy and Hobbies track with for ACL buggy. Oh yeah. You no, know, a few years ago they did like uh, ten scale worlds there, and I think they did a couple ACL nationals there also. But going there would be fun. What about you, you Ryan? I would run Nitro Truggy at the Psycho Nitro Blast. I would run Nitro Buggy, and I forget the name of the track. It's in Valencia, Spain. And there's a they had a big race there, and it was like the last year of the big race. I want to say it was Neo. They tried moving it. But it was in Valencia, Spain, and a beautiful backdrop of mountains. The track was on point. Beautiful weather, all that stuff. That's where I'd oh, like. Oh, oh, oh. Was it the first year that they moved the Neo Outdoors? Yes. And then after that, yeah. I think Dave Ronfunk was probably TQ and then Batty, and him, they both, like, blown servos in the main, yep. I think. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally going to change mine. Uh, I need a time machine for it, though. I'd, I I want to go back in time and run gas truck at Northwoods Hobbies in Brainerd, Minnesota. Damn, that'd be a good one. Speaking I, of gas truck, we saw Chad Parks was right next, pinned right next to Clayton. Yeah. We saw his TLR conversion and then also the associate one as well. How do they look? Pretty darn good. They look like proper kits. You can't tell that they're put together with someone in the backyard. You could buy them right off the shelf, the way they look. Yeah, <clears throat> fit and finish on both the uh, Associated and the TLR kit were pretty darn looking. I got to look at both of them. Um, it was also nice meeting Chad Parks. I hadn't met the, him before, so getting to know him a little bit and chatting with him throughout the race today. That's cool. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious if that's ever going to take off in, well, it's going to take off in small regions. It's going to be a small regional thing, I think, mm-hmm. but like, I, I can't really, you never know with Minnesota. Cause like, <clears throat> I never thought mini truggy would happen. And yes, there's a great talent gap at mini truggy in minnesota but we went from like three guys to like 30 guys in minnesota all together yep yeah. but we had to think, we had to plug away at it 
for a long time. And we didn't just we didn't just give up, you know, three months into it. I'm done plugging. I'll I'll join when the party started. <laughs> I definitely didn't expect Mini Chuggy to take off and stick around as well as that has here. Um, I'm, I was kind of surprised and still am. It's still growing, it seems like, also. Uh, well, yeah, there's like more more the, guys. the majority of drivers that we race with, myself included, are a bunch of no-talent ass clowns, and Mini Truggy is the freaking perfect vehicle for that. It makes you better than you are. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, mean, I, love I think it. it's probably a stepping stone class before you get a, a four wheel drive buggy in most cases. Oh, too. for sure. For me, it's a stepping stone into my exit out of RC because <laughs> once I can't drive one of those well anymore, that'll be it. Well, you got the crawler then. Yeah. Then I got the crawler. And then I can suck it on road too. That's true. It's really easy to suck it on road. Man, is it ever. Speaking of. Man, it's so tempting to buy Posty's 12 scale. I'm not going to do it, but it's tempting. He's got that Osmatics almost ready to run for cheap. Yeah, he's he's very good about um yeah, putting a low price tag on something that he put a lot of time and money into <laughs> and then just decided, "Eh." Well, that's what he he's almost as so the thing about the difference between Poston, like Jason Supri is, they both buy and sell things at the same frequency, except Brian Post puts an insane amount of setup time in it, and then, I don't know, something inside him breaks, and he's like, I'm done with it. And then Supri... Yep. Yeah, he really he really enjoys that first part of the process, though, I think, figuring a car out. Yep. Well, that's why so he's with... I was bummed when, when I didn't... Locally that do that. Yeah. Yeah, John Schroer, we know him. <laughs> we yeah. Know him. <laughs> yeah. But that's why he's with Yokomo for so damn long. He was the only one with Yokomo, and those things were finicky. Sure. Um, definitely fun setting up different vehicles, especially if they're new to you. Right. Um, speaking of, uh, I got that VTX Ford. Uh, I, I got it. I think I got it. Yeah? So it's coming up in a question, and I'll explain it there. Uh, Chad Schlacker's wondering who's Joe. I don't know, some asshole. Um, Keenan White is wondering, has Ryan driven his gatekeeper yet? And if so, what do you think of the slow pace of trail scale? <laughs> oh, you can uh, go fast if you want. Yeah. I've, I've never really had anything negative to say about rock crawling as far as my own experiences. Um, I really enjoyed my first trail truck, really enjoyed my second. I can't totally tell you why I sold them. You you guys have done this before. You get you get into a kind of like depressed state and you're like you you just need to change things up in RC, right? So you end up selling shit that if you were of sound mind, you wouldn't get rid of. Right. So I wish I could go back in time and keep that last trail truck that I had. Cause it was, it was damn nice. It was a really nice SCX 10, uh, two. And I wish I still had it. Yeah. I got the gatekeeper out to thunder road in Waite park, Minnesota. And I had an absolute blast with it. I, I learned about it and you know, now I know what I need to do with, uh, my next $500 that I'm going to dump into that vehicle. <laughs> so yeah, it's not cheap. Like it used to be. Um, I love it though. It's it's great. It's funny on the crawler stuff. Well, the thing is, so before 
we were before you guys were on there. We we're talking about the new associated buggy that is coming out, and because the part numbers came out today. Um, the thing about that is everything just goes up. This next kit's going to be ten dollars more than the last one, and it's like I can remember when the original B four was one eighty nine ninety nine. You know what I mean? And then the B four team kit and then the point one, point two, then the B five. Just those little price increases, you don't notice them until you look back ten years. Yeah. So all about this new buggy, Joe. What do you mean? Um I'll get you the part do you want the part numbers? What's he going to do with the part number? How about you two monkeys tell us something about the new car? Yeah, there's... I don't, I don't have a clue. Yeah, I bet you don't. So RC Planet's got... Um, uh, I only said... Because the part numbers are out, and RC Planet already has it listed on their page. It's a B6.3D and a B6.3 carpet car. They're going to be three forty nine ninety nine, but there's really nothing else. The part numbers are, give me a second, ASC90029 and ASC90030. So, yeah, the, that popped up. I, believe me, I'm not, nobody told me any insider info. This has been going around Facebook and all that all day, and it's like, interesting, I went to the gym and I forgot about it and I sat home on the couch. I'm like, I came home, sat down. I'm like, oh yeah, I Googled it. I'm like, ah, there's a new car. And you know, that's going to be that servo mount upgrade. I'm sure there's going to be that front A-arm, either material or maybe a little different front A-arm because they discontinued the hard A-arms. And then maybe a little, you know, like we've been messing around with, maybe a different arm and hex length with the vehicles. That's what I'm guessing. I have no other info besides what they've discontinued. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know much about it. I guess I, I wasn't, uh, or I haven't seen much on Facebook. I'm not on there very much myself. Um, so I guess I'm not aware of the rumor mill going around on it. Um, I did notice some parts were out of stock and have been discontinued, so... I didn't know what they were doing exactly. I mean, the current car right now uh, flat out works great. So oh, it I does. No reason to replace it anytime soon. Yeah. Greeny and I were talking before this. It's like, I mean, you can get an excellent deal on a point two when the three comes out and be 100% okay. Mm -hmm. And then just buy the upgrades if you want to. Exactly. If you're needed. Yeah. You know, something like front arms, it's easy. But I'm guessing they're going to announce it Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Um, oh, man, I just lost where we were. So, man. Do we got any more questions? One more. So Rick Baker is wondering what electronics you and I are running in our mini truggies. What are you running, Ryan? Uh, I believe I'm still on the previous generation Hobby Wing 160 amp Pro 
whatever that is. It's just the you know the regular. <clears throat> it's not a it's not a short course ESC or anything like that. It's a regular ten scale mod. Uh, so that's what I got for an ESC, and the motor is a Hobbywing, also previous version, uh, 6.5 turn. What and about I got Servo? That fucker cranked. Yeah. What about Servo? Uh, I like KO. I've got a. What do I have in that one? I've got a KO Propo, uh, RSX uh, 3 uh, Power. Okay. RSX3 power. That's that's the one with a lot of torque. Yeah, that's why I've got my A scale buggy right now. I am gonna be replacing those soon. Um, so in mine right now, because I've just replaced everything in the past three weeks. Literally, basically, because well, I replaced the motor at the end of January to uh, Trinity um, X Factor 6.0. Um, I really like that. It's, it's obviously has a lot of power, but it's smoother than some of the cheaper motors I've had. I know it, it wasn't even expensive. It wasn't like, um, a hundred, it was a hundred dollar motor, maybe even less. It was like barely under a hundred bucks from, uh, Thunder Road. Then a few weeks ago, I popped, uh, 160T Protec Servo. And then it's like, okay, well, then I went and I popped another one. It's like, all right. So I must have had really good luck with the first one, and then the second one popped immediately. And it was the same gear on both of them. So I went back and I got a full-size ProTech 155T. And that thing's pushing, like the 160Ts are pushing 274 ounces of torque. The 155Ts pushing over 400. And I noticed a Big consistency change in the steering when I switched to that. That was a huge change. So 155T ProTech. Then last week I popped the ESC in my truck. Uh, I was running an R1 200 amp. And like I said in the beginning of the show, that ESC has been hindering me and Mini Truggy for well over two years now. Just because it was so much like a light switch, but I didn't understand why. And I had my settings. I had everything as dumbed down in that thing as you possibly could. And it still just pulled frickin' wheelies all over the place. It was just a light switch. So I put a Reedy 510R in uh, in the middle of last week. And that solved so many problems I had with that truck. So many. There you have it, boys. Now we know why I've been beating that ass for two and a half years straight. Yep, I'm I'm gonna get you now, Ryan. I'm gonna get you. If you it could happen. If you it ever come happen. racing I, again, I, I could run out of talent. Oh, I'm sure you Next will. Next week it will be something different. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, uh, Maluli was really impressed with the way it ran. And like I said in the beginning of the show, I know fast lap counts for absolutely nothing, but I did get fast lap of that mini truggy main yesterday. With Judd Nick Stew and Ben Sova cool in it, it doesn't count for nothing. It, uh, it it gives you a warm and fuzzy feeling, and feelings feelings are very important. This <laughs> is twenty twenty one. Feelings matter. Absolutely. <sighs> if you can't win the race, you have to get the fast lap. That's right. <laughs> no, I seriously, I 
I got my nerves got the best of me in that last minute, and it was me, Stu, and Ross all battling nose to tail for the lead, and then I just started popping tubes. It was my fault. The truck was great, though. And then a month ago, I was about to ditch it at the INS race and get a techno. I told the story on here before. I had Clayton sit and watch a truck. I'm like, should I go and buy a truck or should we throw the kitchen sink at it? And Clayton had to think about it for a good 20 minutes. Yeah, you you made me think on it. I mean, uh, it looked pretty rough when you had asked me, but I couldn't justify you spending all that money knowing we could probably get it closer. And you definitely made progress throughout the day on it. It got better and better. Um, how has that been now that you've been home? Um, I made more progress. Yeah. Getting a little easier to drive. So our smaller tracks here. Way easier. So, um, I got a center diff with a million fluid in it. It took me a full day to build it, you know, putting that fluid in. Oh yeah. Changed the front and rear diff fluid, went all the way up to 20 K in that. Um, I got my shocks all, I, I got it. I changed it even more. So from where I was in Omaha, I changed absolutely everything again. But but I went farther. You know how we went a little bit? I went way farther, and the truck is really good now. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it since uh, we've been back from the J-Con race. Yeah. So. so, all right, guys, I think that's all I got. Do you got anything else, Ryan? All right, well, that's about, about all the... That's about all the bullshit that I can handle. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I, sh- I would have put my waders on if I knew it was going to get this deep. No, I, dude, I'm telling you, man. What do you think, Joe? I don't know, man. I, I think we've ran out of talent because you don't want to hear about me getting a non-techno mini-truggy working. <laughs> I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that it didn't cost you, you know, $400 plus dollars, but you know, for you it, to be happy with it, your mini-truggy. It did, Ryan. it's an awesome class. It, it did cost me <laughs> well, that yeah, right. because a new servo and ESC. Well, that was, that was three hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was all. That was all circumstantial, though. Like eventually, that happens to all of us. Yeah, and it sucks, but it that's a part of racing. Yeah. So. So. Oh yeah. So. so yeah. I pop all. So Kyle and Clayton, you were at. Were you at the toy box when I popped the ESC? No, you were oval racing. You guys were oval racing. Mm-hmm. So I had another. Yeah, we were there when you were swapping servos. Yeah. Before I think. Yeah. So then, okay. So finally, all of my stuff's on point, and then yesterday, everything in Joey's car popped not at once. So I had to rush around with that damn thing all day. But how are how are they popping? Are you plugging them in backwards or just? Oh no 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 no! No, not I, so in Joey's car, he had a receiver pop, and that was my fault. I put the original receiver I got with my very first M12 nine years ago in it, and then that went, and then he hit a kid super hard on the straightaway that was stopped on the straightaway before the race that wasn't supposed to be. And so he broke an A-arm, I got that fixed, and then partway through the main, he um, he popped his motor because I think it had something to do with that hit because he wasn't over 120 degrees the whole day. So I think that big solid hit knocked something loose in that motor and it just, boof, up in smoke. Sounds like you're having some tough luck lately. 
Yeah. So hopefully I've uh, spent enough money so everything is everything is um, good now. Well, Ryan had to take off. Ryan had to go to dinner, so we'll end this. Clayton and Kyle, thanks again for joining us, and we've ran out of talent.